0: to make it that they can't read themselves, and we should be good to go. Okay. Uh, and this, okay. The parish is the first of all good, a uh, uh, good zoom out for everybody. Um, the parish starts off with, um, with the union of the daifin Deifen, is not Deicher Shabbos. I mean, it's, it's, it really is, not <coughs> It's done the other way, and one that's not—that's not a Yaitzadifin. His meal is Da'eches Shabbos. But anyone that's not his meal is not Da'eches Shabbos, is, is is not a is a dayfin, His meal is not Da'eches Shabbos. And the reason for it is because he's not Tummy. So Shiva Zatals gave a reason for that. He says the uh, a person has to know he can make mistakes. If he doesn't know he can make mistakes, then you can't give him a job to, be, uh, to, uh, to take care of something. In other words, you want to do mila. That's going to be doyche Shabbos. What are you going to do? How are you going to do it? All these things. So if someone knows he can make a mistake, he's going to be very careful. If he doesn't know he can make a mistake, it's very dangerous. Uh, we have it, Kipshute. we see Chol uh, Yem B'Yem. I don't know how many of you remember, uh, was that you used to have only one sink. And when I go on the east side, that's that, one sink. Yeah, I go, Shavu Zatzal had one sink. If you have one sink, then you have to know all the halachas of Basra, of Tarubis. Because you're going to get things mixed up you have to not a them. you're gonna have to do things. Then all of a sudden, everybody has two sinks. I got to have three sinks, by the way. I got for power of two, okay. Uh, but you have two sinks. So the assumption is that nobody's gonna make any mistakes with the two sinks anymore. What about the little kids? What about the cleaning lady? that she puts in the wrong place, and then you don't know what to do. You know, you find it and when do you find it when you go through your silverware, all of a sudden you see, how does flee spoon get into the and silverware? How does milk and spoon get into the again? Because no one's careful. And because they don't have to be. I have two things. This is the way life is. We had before we had this by the uh by the not uh, by if you remember. It's not Eichah Shabbos. he had before Tab before I mean, in Kisisa, the last mitzvah before the ego was Shabbos, and it goes to an, an explanation because I uh, I don't want you to uh, I want the 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 Umesoilim I want the goyim to know why you're holy. That you're that you're you're my slaves. If you're my slaves, you don't work in Shabbos, even for the being based on English, right? So therefore, it's a it's a big lesson. only you know, but and, and that's what it taught us. Now, obviously, I was open to good questioning. Nobody's going to see them. It's in the mid and and uh, in the mid-book, they had the ananiak covered. They couldn't find the so what difference it make if they built on Shabbos, they didn't build on Shabbos. But it doesn't have to give you a reason. i just telling you Shabbos, I'm telling you not to do it, even though it sounds contradictory to you, but that's the Shivas of Shabbos, and this is this, and I'm, and I'm telling you not to do it. But we gave you the whole thing there, and even though you have this contradiction, it didn't seem to bother anyone. Once you did the agel. All of a sudden, the beginning of Ayakel's again. The din of Shabbos is not English. Why are you telling me again? This time, just tell you straight. You know, you're not allowed to do it. You do it, you're gonna to to pay for it. And uh, like straight English, there's nothing. There's no no way out. Why? Because I don't trust you to make cheshvenis. You made by the yegel, You made cheshbenis. you Started to figure what's more important. The having the shechina here. Or uh, or having or or, or having a chashva le desire. so we figured fina is more important. To whatever it is, whatever we think we did. And this is conservatives made this error. Uh, the guy that made to that, uh, the guy who whoever, whoever the chancellor, the one before the one now, Sosh said the biggest mistake conservatives have ever made was to be matos. Uh, it was a Shabbos to go to shul. Why was that the biggest mistake they made? Right? Because they, well, first of all, why would they matter it? And they were it because at that time, they were still, they were still considering themselves for And they said, It's more. It's important for us to make sure that, that our people, associate with other Jews, so we won't have intermarriage. And the only way you can do that is if they all belong to the same shul and everybody else. So it's important that they be able to come to the shul on Shabbos at least to see everybody and whatever it is, then associate with them. And in Mela, they won't intermarry. A guy hears you're allowed to drive the shul on Shabbos and now he moves not five blocks away or two miles away, drives away 50 miles away, hundred miles away. away. (coughs) Why, there's a nice Jersey neighborhood, but that's where all the rich people live, or that's where all the fancy people live, or liberals live, or whatever. he lives and he moves in there. And maybe the first week or two weeks he comes, and then he wakes up late one morning. It's too late to get started. It's an hour and a half, two hour trip. It's, uh, it's not, I'm not gonna make it. So I might as well stay in bed. The next time there was uh, a flat tire to fix it, the guy had come down. Uh, then there was a snowstorm. Three, four weeks in a row, he didn't go. He doesn't go anymore. And who does he marry? The Shiksa in door. We, the, the as we call ourselves, even though at that time, a lot of the people weren't, didn't keep the mitzvahs. So the, the miser, they still belonged to an orthodox shul. They had to have the shul, the mikveh, the shiva all in one area because we don't travel on Shabbos. So therefore, since we had to have it all in one area, we were, all, were always together, so we always married each other. We had no problem. That was the problem that they had. And uh, again, because they want to decide who what's right and what's wrong, and who's to make this decision. Um, yeah, so this is... Uh, it's also finding uh, a really a real good marshal on this. a story, if you love Rabbi uh, Loza, Rabbi Shimon Loza was once traveling, coming back uh, from his Rebbe, and he met an ugly man, and he asked him, ah, uh, are all the people in your town as ugly as you are? And the man Answered him that, you know, until you go to the Rabbeinu Shaleelam, and uh, I mean, to the one who created me, and tell him that why'd you create such an ugly vessel? <laughs> um, and uh, he started, he realized he did something wrong, and started to ask him, and so on, and he wasn't until we'll talk about Until he came to his town, where we followed him the whole way, and uh, and the people of the town asked the man to be Meichelam, and he says, finally, I'll be Michael and but he doesn't do it again. And that day, he went and tied he went up to a had more than one Beis Medevish in this town. And he doubts the person should be like a reed, not like an Erez. You know, to say, you know, what's that got to do with the whole subject? I mean, the whole story we had here. Because, I mean, he's, we're talking about a tan over here. He's not going around to insult people, asking people if they're ugly, why they're ugly. That's silly. No one's going to talk about that. But he's a person, a ton like, he's able to see into a person's soul. And he saw into this person's soul that this man is ugly. How does it, where does, How does? It, how does it, can you see the soul, you can really see? He got extra vision, what do you got? I don't see into the soul, but I can see, the chet comes out on a person's face. And therefore, if you're ugly, you're ugly. And uh, the, the, and this comes the ugly from the chet. So he asked them, you know, you I coming, mean, you seem to be so ugly. I mean, you're so full of averes, So much, the, the town you must come from must be so terrible that everything else did. And he tells me this is my natural look and the Gemara, the Rashi and Thesis both say in the Gemara in that it was a Levi that came, that was acting as the ugly person, to teach him a lesson. What is this lesson that they taught him? He was so confident that when he looked at a person, he can tell you if he's a good guy or a bad guy, that he showed him you can't, you don't know. You may be right 97% of the time but the 3% that you're off, those 3%, of course, you have all the, all the good in life. And because therefore, he, when he came- This man answered me, go to the world and create me like this. Yeah. If you talk about spiritual, what's the connection? If you talk about physically, I understand why the man answered him. go to the creative, maybe he meant for Yetzirah. No, he no, mean? he he talked he was a tzaddik, this man, he talked he was an ugly man. That's what he said. I mean, I'm saying so. He's mafk and he claimed he'd be able to tell the ugliness comes from natural or from chet. And that was a mistake. And, uh, and I say maybe 97% of the time he's right. But the 3% that he's, that he's not right, that's a problem. And that time he can hurt people. He can maybe make him go off the he can Whatever it is that he, he can do by, by accusations and whatever it is, or how you're gonna deal with them and how you're gonna treat them. And I think and that was the lesson they wanted to teach him. How did he tie up this thing? He said, you know, you have to be like a reed. What's the difference of a reed as, as opposed to an eras? An eras means you stand up and I don't change my mind. There's nothing that's gonna make me change my mind. So you got a win, and it blows you over, and you're, all, you're turned over. But if you read, you can always change your mind. You can always be, you're not definite. You always will win, so you'll always be there. You'll always be, that's the point that he was telling them. And this is by Manalim, Manalim have this, when they can say, they say that you'll hear this expression by some of the guys who are you know, in the business a long time. And they, they say 97% they're right. They look at a kid and they can tell you if he's a good kid or he's a rotten kid. They really can, but they're not gonna be right all the time. And that's the mistake that they make. And once you make a mistake, and the same thing goes with doctors. It doesn't make a difference. I can do this operation with my hands tied behind my back and then they goof. As long as they think they can goof, they're careful. Once they don't think they can go, that's when they make the mistakes. That's the point of, uh, of the story, of this passage, I think. Okay. Um, you have all the den of Tyra and Tuma here, which is of, of that. And also, the know what we learn from here, that you, know, you give uh, the father of a baby an Aliyah, and Within 40 days, 80 days if it's a girl, and all of these things from these halachas here. But then there's another interesting thing she's to bring a covenant. And the shyness why she's bringing this covenant, so I mean, that's hard to answer. But one of them is that they, uh, they say, the woman says, is that uh, a woman, when they have a baby, the pain is so big. That they may not, that they're not going to have another one. And then obviously life overtakes them and they have another one. So, what do you do with the nether? So you got to bring a coven on the nether. So, this is the coven. It could be. well, for whatever reasons, it does make a difference. So, the fact that you live through it, the fact that, you know, uh, one of the things that a person dies for, uh, a woman. One of them is on Shabbos. And, you know, it's that that's minute of zman that a person that she can make an error on, like you know, with at Nevis, We we already eighteen minutes before, uh, away from there. That's usually what the zman we give, but usually you know people are running late and the last thing there and there's the last minute and whatever it is there. So all of these things you got to be very careful in the kitchen. You got to make the food. There's a Shiloh boy, or she never learned it, and she has problems with it. In other words, there are not nizah and Shabbos. So, there's a so it could be for that reason you bring the koban, that I lived through this. It's something to live through. So the din is you have to bring a se, and you have to bring a, a one bird, and a that says, What happened if you don't have enough money? Uh, for the set, she so take two birds, One for chat, and one for noila. And the Lashen is the Moshim, so the they set. So this is what she does, and if she does it, Chippa le'akoyin, she's to her, So it seems like we did the right thing, and there's no problem. It's interesting that uh, we talk about the, um, uh, the what the, 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 the Mitzayu is going to have to bring, so use the lotion like this. Uh, this is parshas Metzora. Uh, yeah. So is Metzoras Asher boy negat toras Asher lois to bring it the dinner. The two to do with two birds instead of the the, the regular kohbanis. you had to bring the animals. He goes through it and he says, this is the law of the one who can't afford it. So really you should say that over here also. This is the law of one who can't afford it. So why did I say this is the law? Because it's not the law, the law never changes. You need a set. The only thing is who pays for the set? The woman or the husband? Obviously the husband, so why doesn't he give the set? So the Iker is, you want your wife, you want everything else. Good. Well, you're going to be at a din, but she's not. It's not. It's not straight across the board. It's still not good. And I don't think it means that she has a son and her head. She's not forgiven. But the idea is, is that there's a son here in the karpin, and the thing that technically she has an and She brings the two birds, because the husband's not giving it to her. She can't do anything about it. Abulamaisa. He is the one that's responsible for her not being able to reach her. that matrega that she's supposed to reach and go back to. Yeah. Now just uh, since both said this together, I want to talk about the Saftere of uh, Tazria, but I'm not going to go into the laws of Victoria, of Chalas, um, except maybe one point. It was very important to know the halach of Saras. I mean, not only to know the halach of but that we should understand why toras is around. At this point, toras ayin, a guy speaks toras shenhor, things of that sort. If I get it, and the funny part of it is, is that the guy who has toras. He has to notify everybody as he passes and the am stay away from him. stay away from me. Very embarrassing. material we're not talking about an actual disease here. We're talking about this as some kind of discoloration of the flesh. We have many discolorations. I don't know if they have any dinim or not. We have to go to a coin time and the base, and ask him if this is ras or not. There's no halachas, so whatever you see means is meaningless. I mean, you to go to a doctor maybe to make sure that there's nothing wrong with you, but as far as, to ta- my ta- 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 it's meaningless. But the understanding that a person has to have, and this is the gate to Devon, to Kiseitze, which says, remember, Remember the negat Remember negat like uh, Remember what I did to Miriam. and the when he came out. What is it important that we should remember what happened to Miriam? We want to speak Russian horror about Miriam. Is the point. That we're interested in chas So what's the Torah telling me? The Torah is telling me. You should know that if you want to, you think you're going to be smarter than, than, than everybody. You had a fight with someone. You happen to have done something that was wrong. Whatever it is that you did wrong, it fits into the mitzalas, gain you. But you're not going to give in, especially not publicly, because I'm going to be embarrassed. So the banshan sends you a tzalas. That everybody knows who's right and who's wrong. So, you got a saraz. It's a little bit on my hand, it's my arm. I'll wear a long sleeve shirt. It's covered, no more problem. So, the Benchim tells you over there remember what I did to Miriam. I made a saraz from the tip of her head, the head to the tip of her toe. I made it, she was completely white. I can do that to you too, and you'll be very embarrassed with it. And therefore, don't bother doing it. Just go to the Kayin. Let's get it over with. Take your punishment, and next time, stay away from speaking lashon or or whatever it is the chet that you did. That deserves it. That's basically it. But it's a point that a person will be afraid to do things that are wrong, especially in the interior to lie, or uh, and even in, in contracts and where people work and this mice and uh and sometimes there's a tiny, sometimes there isn't a tiny. Like for instance, uh, an employer and an employee, and the employer said, I'll see. And the employee, employee thinks takes it as a as a commitment. And uh, the employer says it never was a commitment. Or he says, Okay, and uh, the guy thinks it's, uh, the, what he you call it, was taken, or, or, the, or the employer thinks it was a deal. The other one says, no, you just were masking to, to my tiny, and say where the a deal, I went somewhere else. Whatever it is, there's people that have kindness on people, but they need for, mis- for misunderstandings for whatever it is there. But sometimes it's done on purpose. And when it's done on purpose, they'll banish steps it." And that's the part that this was a way to prevent people from doing it on purpose at least. It Happens by accident. It Happens by accident. Happens. People misunderstand each other. Okay, that's normal. But I would make sure next time when I talk, I would make sure that I that what, my, what I'm trying to say is clear. There's not going to be any doubt of what I'm saying. And same thing would be the other one. Anyway, the uh, pile of terror going about to us both this one we'll talk about and the one in its, in Torah. But this, this one is talking about uh, first to understand for, there's, there's, the, the, the basic story is that there's a, uh, that Elisha had a, his Shamus, the guy who, who was, was his, his, um, I guess is uh not only the one that is which is an expression in english for it he's it's uh who takes care of the, the appointments the things you can't get in i guess you's got a, my huh no that that's a secretary I'm talking about the big the biggest powerful minor man there is the guy who stops in before the president you chief of staff, the chief of staff is the one that decides who gets in and who doesn't get in and everything else. Uh, it's not just the secretary, he has the power. Who is this? This is Gehazi. Gehazi wants us to think in the, there's the whole story of Gehazi, we'll talk about him to understand who he was and what was wrong about him and why, maybe why he took him. The first story says the Ikea brings in these stories in Tanacharul, is there's eight stories of, of, of where Nisan were done by Elisha. And we have four stories that were told by Eliyahu. And Elisha, when he saw Eliyahu leave, uh, when he went up to the sky with in the chariot of fire, with the, with the horses, the fire of horses, Hashemayim. So the, uh, he said, I want to see I want to be twice as big as you. you know, I mean, I don't know it doesn't mean bigger and bigger than Eliahu Anavi. I don't think he was, but on my side, should be accomplished more, twice as much as you accomplished, and that doesn't have to necessarily be greater. Just that you just the ability and the, and the situations were. So they enabled that he did it. He made it, and here he was. One of the Nishim was that a, a, a man brought Bikurim to, he had a hundred Talmidim there, they that, that were called banana vim, that they, they were learning how to be a Navi. And they came to brought him 20 loaves of bread. Now, we're not talking about, you say 20 loaves of bread, it's pretty good. <coughs> if you're talking about a four pound loaf, loaf, it's very good. 20 it's 80 pounds of bread for a hundred people, you're doing great. But we're talking about 20 little rolls. And then you say, oh, how am I gonna give this to hundred people? And that's what gechazi is. asked. The Navi said, go give it to the people. He said, well, they're hungry. So go get to give it to the, the, and the elite. And he says, what am I gonna give them? Just this, that's not enough for them. Valid, the So Navi says, give it to them. It'll be enough and plenty of, will be left over. And that's what it was. Give was enough and it was left over. So what was it? He mistrusted the Navi's word. He didn't have that in the Navi that it's gonna happen when he told him that this is gonna be good. Otherwise, like it's a joke. And the Navi also knows that. They're not doing jokes here. So if I told you to do it, I know what I'm talking about and I want you to do it. So this distrust, then it brings the story of Nama. Why Elisha is pointing? Sorry, what? Why is is pointing? What, what Elisha thinking? He but, because he did not believe the Navi. Yeah. doesn't know it. He missing. Yeah, I'm saying that's the thing. So he didn't believe it. So, he, so obviously, whatever his cash he had, is, I didn't have total belief in the Navi. Maybe you will explain it to me. Uh, the 20, I got another 80 coming in a minute. You know, don't worry about yeah, it. Why Elisha is pointing? Oh, 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 That, that, we'll talk about afterwards why you point that to to Kaisa. They this mice, okay. Well, once it's brought up there, we have other mice. One was when he put away, pushed away to Shulamis. It's also after that she came about, uh, uh, she named that a kid died and she wanted uh, Alicia to make him alive again, or whatever it is, it's her complaint. And she fell in front of Alicia, and, and she, he went to push her away. And it said he pushed her away behind He touched her inappropriately. So that means he's about Taiva also. Not only is he a kaifer, he's about Taiva. And here, we're going to have that he's. Uh, I don't know what exactly the head will tell you over here, but okay, what happened over here? And, and there was Namon, uh, who was the south of Aram. That means the chief general of Aram, which is an enemy of the Jews, who happens to have a Jewish girl who he captured before and taken as a slave, and she's a slave by him. And she works in the kitchen and, uh, and he had tzoras, the real tzoras, not, not, the, uh, not the, just the, uh, the mark, but the actual disease of leprosy. And it's, a, uh, it's not only fatal in the sense, it's an ugly disease, that's why you have leper colonies and stuff because the body falls apart. The you pieces of your body fall off they rot away while you're still alive. Okay, so it's I think so he was so uh, the little girl said to the to the, to the wife of uh, Naaman, why don't you go to the Navi that's in Shamra and he'll be cured which meant Alicia. He took her seriously for whatever reason, he because they no Jews there is a God by the Jews, but he took it very seriously and he went to the Melech and he told him and he gave him a letter to the Melech Yisrael with a gift that I want you to cure Nama. And as I said, he's an enemy of Yisrael. And maybe at that time they had a truce, they weren't fighting at the time, but the Melech Yisrael took it as the meaning, as a word of an instigation that, You're gonna I sent you to do something and you didn't do it, and therefore we're gonna attack you. So therefore he 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 ripped his clothes, he got into business there. And the Navi tells him, Why don't you send him to the Navi? Now you should know there's a Navi be your soil. And he sends him to Alicia. Okay. Send him to Alicia. Alicia doesn't bother coming out. He sends him out a message, go wash. In the, in the Yardin seven times, and he'll be cured. And he gets very upset. Like, what do you tell me to go take a bath in, in the Yardin, which is a little puddle over there? I got bigger red red rivers and better rivers. And uh, you know, if that's a point of washing, that's why do you tell me to go wash over there? Well, I washed over there already and it didn't help. So he tells him, so one of his uh, soldiers says to him, what's it gonna hurt you? big deal, try it out. So he went and he tries it out and he's killed, And he says a very strange thing. There's no God in the world except by the, the other one I, I can't see. huh. Now I know there's only one God in the world that's a Jewish God what did he see that made him make this uh, declaration and, he, and before, when he sent them out the message to go, he said, if why he got so angry, he said, if he would have come out and he would have put his hand on me." And he would move it away, and with that, the Tsaras leaves me. That's 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 a good showman. He knows how to deal the, with with show. That's what the goyim, what the the uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, the evangelists. They have you know, people come, they line up, and they come to them for a cure, and they all walk away screaming they were cured and all that stuff. There's got to be a show to it. It's not enough to something that send me a message. Right? So, because that's how Goyim work. You know, it has to be a show to make something persuade people religious. But the thing is not, if you live with God, you don't need a show because it's part of, you're always with him. In other words, God's always around. I, I, I don't change because of one thing or another thing. I do the same thing all over. So, message is enough. What's, what's the point? You know, it's not a big deal when well, I'm making a show here. You ask me, you're a sick guy, I'm trying to cure you. Go, 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 take a wash. No big deal. That's the godless, obviously. Now I see there's a god only here. That's, it's, otherwise it's a show. It doesn't mean anything. Okay. Yeah, which, this way he goes. He wants to give him a tonus. Uh, and he sends him away without taking anything from him. And we'll continue with the story when we get to the Haftar of, of, of Metzorah. But that was to understand the logic of Namun. He doesn't become a ger tzedik, he only becomes a ger teshuv, which means he would not do Avidezov anymore, you know, will keep the but he does not become a ger tzedek. But he's still the enemy of Kalal Yisrael, remember that. He is the Tzad of our, okay. Metzorah um, starts how he gets cured, and um, I mean, the, the, what Kobonis he has to bring, the Metzorah when he's cured, and it's a whole long a, a list of it, and um, very good. So one of the things that's in the Pasha of Metzorah is That's Pasha uh, V. Uh, in the Torah, in other words, that it's possible for a house to become a tzoraz. You say it's possible for a house to become tzoraz, it means for the same reason that the human being becomes tzoraz, but for whatever reason the will should the it in the house. So, that this is really good news for the people. Why? Because the the the, the used to hide their money in the walls, and when we took over the country, we didn't. They, they we didn't ask them, "Where's your before we kill them? Where's your where's your jewelry and your money?" So therefore, we didn't know about it, and now you have a negotaras. You have to break down that wall. And when you break down the wall, you'll find you have a million dollars, right? Fantastic things, fantastic news. So uh, it's really good news. So Roshiva uh, asks, what do you mean, it's good news, fine, but why is it, so then why does it come for, for a bad thing? Why are you tell me it's a bad thing? It, it, you, you're a bad person, you, have, you know, and it is, it's good news, it's good news. It happen even to people who are not bad. What you want to do is the world water cave in. Whatever it is. So I said though she would learn from here and we'll see that that's one of the three things we may be learned from this. The natural tendency of people is to say all's well that ends well. Because we all say that. And we go through chalice, and in the end, it turns out we're fine. So we say all's well that ends well. And even if we are really hidden and understand everything, we would say that the Labanesh Shalalim somehow was doing something to us that he was teaching us what he's doing. Not just um, something happened. But all's well that ends well. If he had the true betochitna, Baruch Hu, And I have to knock the house down. That's probably for a good reason. It's for a good reason, I'll find the money. So it's a wonderful thing. But that same thing could have happened if you got all of a sudden twins or triplets, right? And all of a sudden you need a larger uh, nursery or you need another room. So I have to break down the wall to build a larger nursery. And all of a sudden they find the money. Wow, why do you have to make it through tzoraz? So, the person has to learn that you are a good person. And most people are. I don't think we ever really know anyone that's really not nice, that's not good. He's good, but he does have evas, Especially, if you're not in other words, than that, I'm not fine with my friends. I'm a kind of my friends. I try to cheat my friends. Or oh, not my friends, with the people, whatever they are. I'm not fine with people. But with God and Daven every day, I learn maybe even a little bit. That man is good, but there's things wrong with him. So I got to give you scar for being good. That's true. I got to have scar. But at the same time, you have to know that there's things in your body, there's things in you that you have to fix. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to give you the good that I want to give you through bed. And therefore, you will understand that really there's still things missing in you and you work on it. That's the main lesson of, of the Nega Nehli Yeah. And that's the Gemara has three cases that there are at least one Tana that says that the mitzvah can't happen. And one of them is this, is And the kasha then becomes, why does it exist then? So the Gomorrah answers that in other words, that you should dash in it. said this mitzvah. What does it mean? You know, if you told me I have a small terrier and uh, you've got to keep me busy in the basement or so, otherwise the other guy is going to go away because he doesn't have anything to do. I would understand. Well Hashem our is a very big one. No matter how much time we put into it, we'll never get to the, to the bottom of it. So all it is is that we'll have some ideas, whatever we, we have from it and how to be, how we're supposed to deal with, with Hashem and with people. But we're not going to reach the end of the Torah. So, why do you throw in three extra laws that are not in the gear? So, it says, Darshanit and you'll get schar. What does it mean? Darshanit doesn't mean just, uh, oh, this is here, Kasha here. but I'm telling you, these things are big, you say this in life. That if you darshanit, You'll understand life. I'm giving you a case that we call a classic case, which can't happen. But the idea is you understand what's not good. You don't say what's good, what all's well that ends well. How did it come about? That's what's important to know. And that's what it's telling you, it's teaching you this lesson, which is a very important lesson. Um... Yeah. Now, going through these stories, and we'll come to, right there we have, of Shehra uh, Nida, Zava, all these halachas, which, you know, get us even now. Um, and we we are the halachas of Zava, even though we're only dealing with the Nida for various reasons, that's not that's not for discussion here, but that's, that's the way the meaning of the B'nai Yisrael did. They did it, the women did it. And to understand, it's a natural tumir that comes monthly for women, and, and, and not only to the wife, but all the girls in the family. And that means they sit down on a chair, the chair is tummy. The man, the h- father and brothers, they can't sit there. They're tummy. What are they supposed to do? Okay, So if I'm a regular person, some tummy. I'll uh, uh, go to the mikveh of Shabbos, I'll go to the mikveh in the morning, and I'll be tired. We're talking about a real mikveh now, not just a mikveh for what do you call it. So if I make I go there and okay, I don't have to do it in the right away. It's not important. But what about the kaihanim? Their food is holy. Their food is tsumer. First of all, they want to eat, and secondly, you're uh, not around me mitamit. So how do they eat? So I don't know if it really means that he ate only once a day, because it says, uh, "What's his man? Krishma, his man, shall a table and when to go when they go into table to go eat the tum. So uh, that would be towards, towards nighttime, and that's when they did it. and that's such It has to be eft. Uh, that's that's his man. So I was once in the town of Susia. It's a city that uh, that's in the south of El Tis So from going I think even, going south. And um, there it was in Itzmana I don't know if it existed in the time of the Samiddishana, but the is brought down so 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 in in the town, uh, there's only avichuves, you know, there's nothing to see except broken down places that looked like a house was there once. But you find that there were different ones. Some some had the mikveh in the house. You can can identify the mikveh. And some have the mikveh outside of the house. And it seems like this, that there, there, there are three houses and a mikveh. And then there's some mikvahs that the house itself has its mikvah in there. And they all had escape uh, things to the shul and from the shul to the forest because the Romans under there was always dangerous and they were able to escape. So each house there to the shul, a tunnel. Anyway, uh, so it seemed to me that the the houses that were three in one was Israel i go to make mikveh, I don't have to be there every day, but I do have to be taught So I'll, I'll go there, it's not that necessary every day. But the Koyan, he has to always worry about it. the shavats or the, the zera or, or whatever it is. So he has to be taught all the time in order to be able to eat. So therefore, but the child is good, very nice. You solved your problem by putting in a mikveh in your house. What do you do with your wife and daughters? So it seems to me that they had to have two houses, not two houses in the sense of uh, one here and one six blocks away, but one house behind the other house. So in your tummy, you deal in that house. This is the top house. When you come in, gonna, you want to hear kiddush and you tummy, you listen to kiddush, I'm in the other house making kiddush, there'll be one dining room with a door in the middle and so on. And then you open the door and I make kiddush for you. Something like that. I mean, otherwise, I can't imagine exactly how it was, but you can understand that being a coin was a big responsibility. Itake got greater rewards and stuff, but Lemaise, it's a tremendous responsibility and a chayis, a way of having to live. And well, Hashem, okay, and everybody's still waiting for that time when we're going to have to do that again. Uh, I'm not a coin though, what I'm saying. But, but my my though was so. For me, it's They'll be waiting for that time. The climate has to be reached. Huh? The few houses. Um, <laughs> I mean, imagine the chairs. We're not talking about that. Sat down. I can't sit down on the chair. Anyway. um, Yeah. You say, I'm a father, you know, a lot of people are uh, find needless hard. And uh, I'm not giving time yet, Taylor. I'm just trying to show you what the Torah did for us. We are, we are we called kedushim. we're holy people, what's the definition of Kedusha? You're separated from things. Doesn't mean we're holy. I don't know what would. You, and the truth is, even in English, uh, a guy will tell you, "Oh, a monk is a holy person. What makes him holy? The fact that he lives in a place, a bunch of monks all together. And no, no, but not and nobody else around. They have no families, no nothing. Yeah, that's what makes them holy. Holy means you don't participate." fully in the way of human beings. And that's what they do. So, you have, um, so an achila, eating, the fact is we have to eat kosher. Automatically makes us holy. because you don't eat everything, the world has to us to live. The other most important thing is of course, family, familiar family relationships. So if you're here to listen to the bracha we make by Everson, that that this thing is with one person and that makes us holy. And only certain times, one person. But this more that makes us holy. That's what between us and God, what, what's in it for me. For a regular person, The fact that we enjoy the foods we eat is because how the time do we eat it? We have chametz after Pesach, we enjoy it very, very much. We have the shmurimatzah for Pesach, I think we enjoy that very much. Uh, You have, however you wanna put it, you have a steak sometimes. We don't always have steak, right? But take your gourmet. (coughs) Somebody that, that his whole life is to figure out and to get all the hanoise he can out of food. So he, when he eats a steak, big deal. I eat, I eat this every night. It's no big deal to me. So he goes to eat chocolate covered ants. By the way, that was a true, a true food for Burmese, Chocolate covered ants. And, uh, and they want to eat it. Why? Because they're looking for a thrill in the taste. They don't have enough in life to thrill them. They're looking for a thrill. People look for a high, the dope. Now we have marijuana, we're gonna have the problem with, or glue that used to be. Is the is they're looking for a high. Why are you looking for a high? Why don't you have a high normally? Because life doesn't give me that high. I don't have enough joy in life, so I'm trying to get something like a bigger kick. And the more you get used to that, the more you want a bigger kick than that. So the Bani made it very easy for us that we don't have to look for, for, for the, uh, the, the ways of, of the Goyim, whatever they do in the Anhoggis and the, anhogis, and the need, need for different people, and different, what he calls for the simply because to us, every month, it, 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 we have a hefsik and we are waiting for that time that it's Mutel. So that itself, it makes us appreciate the norm. We don't have to look for the other things to be appreciated, to be appreciate, for to appreciate, we appreciate the norm. On the other hand, the guy who has the norm all the time, is looking for other things and looking for different things to, to excite him, whatever it is that there. therefore he has problems, whatever it is. So the Bain really did us a favor in doing this by making us holy that we can truly appreciate what we have and stuff like that. Now, uh, should we be able to eat other things and appreciate also only also three times a year or something like that? I can't answer you that question, but I'm just saying, but with, not that's why I told you. I'm not giving a time, I'm, mitzvah. I'm just giving you an idea of what would benefit from it. Anyway, we get to the after and we have the continuation of the story that uh, what happened was that he, uh, he didn't want to take anything for Naamun and Gehazi sees this, it upsets him very much. He follows Naaman and he tells him that uh, Alisha, two people appeared to Alicia. they need, they need clothes, they need other things and he gives them stuff. And obviously the Navi knows that he did this. And when he comes in, Alicia tells him it wasn't time to take things, it was time not to be, and he throws him out. And the Gemara calls him, which he was not supposed to do. You're always supposed to be somebody, even when someone does bad. You're supposed to be Marachik him, but at the same time, you're with the right hand, but the left hand is always there to, bring him back. You don't let the guy fly, uh, fall out completely. You don't just yell at him and then say, get out of my sight, no, there's no such thing. You yell at him and then you say, come now let's do the work we have to do. I mean, you got the balling out That's, that, that you deserve, but we also were together still, so we didn't lose it. That's what Alicia should have done, but whatever it is, he threw him out completely. And so the is why, like was asked before, why would he even have such a guy as his, his uh, what did I call him before? Uh, Chief of Staff. Chief of Staff. He's a person that doesn't represent me. He's nothing like me. The thing is, he probably saw that Yehazi has great potential. And he has these flaws in him. And he figured if he keeps them next to him, he may be able to fix them and then he would have a good job. Unfortunately, obviously, he didn't work, but that was his cheshmer. So sometimes, a lot of times, it doesn't mean that the gabai of whoever it is, the rebbe, someone who's invested in the big tzaddik, it means that somebody the rebbe sees potential in, and he feels he, he has to keep near him and have that influence on him constantly. Um, he, um, yeah, so what happened? These four uh, four people, uh, him and his three sons are sitting outside of the city because the Mitzorahs so can't be machni Israel. So outside the city, and Arum you know, is surrounding them. Remember, it's the same Arum that we were talking about before. So when, in a way, oh yeah, I'm saying, what was Gechaz Yitzchashbin as far as that goes? And why Taki did, uh, we should throw him out completely. You have to understand that also, and that's, that also happens. Meisim b'chol We had taive, we had khere that he had. So that's the job of a rebbe to teach the Talmud. You have to control yourself. You have to see how do you believe. That's important to know that. I guess a value system too. And then he notices his Rebbe does something that's very strange for him. His Rebbe is nice to the enemy. He has a way that he can get the enemy to really pay here because he's got him. He's got a tzaraas, and Alicia has the ability to cure him, or he cured him, and he has a lot to take from him. When he take it from him? Make him pay for all the damages he did to the inn Right, it's a natural thing. So what he said, he just couldn't, he couldn't understand and he couldn't, I'd say, be it, he couldn't even accept it, that he'd get away with with nothing. He's cured and it didn't cost him a thing. So he goes after him to at least get something out of him. And that's what Alicia Tynister, you know, As long as I'm the Rebbe and you're the Talmud and you're willing to listen to whatever I say, you can have a lot of flaws. That's my job as a Rebbe to tolerate your flaws. But when you decide you know better than the Rebbe, that you know better than me, you think that you're supposed to take do something here. Avlisha is not right. Then you're not my. I'm not your Rebbe anymore. Then out of here. And he threw him out. On the other hand, that too is an error sometimes a person makes that he doesn't want the responsibility. He doesn't want a boss telling him what to do all the time because he also has independence. But Lemaise, uh, it's wrong. He has to be able to accept what the Rebbe says. So that, that was why he threw him out. Okay, now he's, he's the Tzorash, he's outside of the town. And uh, they're starving and they're deciding what should they do? Where should we go? We, we have no food, we're gonna die here in a couple of days anyway. Should we go back to the city? He says, go back to the city, what's the point? They're all dying there from hunger too. <laughs> Let's go to Machne, I don't know. Either they'll kill us or they won't kill us. Yeah, and they assume maybe they'll feed us also. And the I tell said, this this is what we're going out, this is the Maizamachoyim when we deal with medical decisions, that if a person uh, has a medical uh, situation where if he doesn't do anything, he'll die in a short time. But he has a choice. He can go in and do something. And the 50-50 chance that he won't get off the table. He's going to die there, or he'll walk out cured. Should he do it, or shouldn't he do it? So, from here we see we, we sacrifice on a 50-50 chance of Chayyasha for Yalma. Now, they only had a short period of time. But the idea is to stretch that time as far as you can. I don't have to say, okay, the doctor will take a look. You have to have this this operation by this date. I have an open date four months from now on this and this time. And whatever, I'm, I'm on vacation this time, I'm on this and this time. And therefore, for my convenience, I want you to take it way before your day. You have, a, 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 let's say, three quarters of a year to live. We'll do it in a half a year from now. I mean, we'll do it now, I mean. Do it now, because in half a year from now, I want to go to Europe, I want to take a trip, and I won't be around, right? No, your job is to try and live as long as you can. I'll take the operation maybe the last month before I need to, because then I've lived the Chayesho, I'm only sacrificing a little bit of Chayesho for that. Obviously, the doctor tells you the longer you wait, the harder the operation is going to be, and of course, that's a different judgment. And you have to ask the rabbi what he wants to say about it and stuff like that. But that's the pshat in the in the Then you have the end of midikineged The navi said tomorrow there's going to be soylas for a dollar or a sove. Uh, that's going to be um, and whatever is going to be the price. So sayim, he says a saw per shekel and so sayim. So I remember two sides of, of of barley which was extremely cheap in their time. it can't be. So it the, 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 the windows that have heaven opened up and you got flooded with wheat, it's gonna still cost more than that. But you see one thing, first of all, prices,